Hello and welcome to another episode of the Successful Home Ownership Show with your host Richard McKenzie out of the greater Cincinnati areas. We are your one-stop shop for all of your property inspection needs, including residential and commercial. We also, today's episode, is Mondo Condo. Yes, Mondo Condo. When my kids were young, we would watch Transformers episodes, and Transformers were always known as Robots in the Sky. Oh, no, that's wrong. They were Robots in Disguise. Yes, that one too. They also were More Than Meets the Eye. Absolutely true. Condominiums are also More Than Meets the Eye. When we get a phone call asking for us to inspect a condominium, I generally ask the question, what type of condo is it? Sometimes they're very surprised by the question because people view condos as condos. Well, when you think of a condominium, some people think of a apartment that you own. Other people think of a piece of property where the only thing that is shared is the land. Ooh, that would be a landominium. Some people think of brownstone condos. Brownstones. Well, those are townhouses. Well, guess what? Those are also condos. Sometimes they're three stories tall, sometimes four. I have been in some that are four stories tall, where the basement is basically a walkout basement. It's essentially just a floor unto itself. It has an elevator, takes you all the way to the top floor. And sometimes the kitchens are on the top floor, the fourth floor. So there are really all types of condominiums. Some of them come with garages. Some of them come with a detached carport. Some of them come with two parking spots. Some come with one. Some of them, you are in a building that is about eight stories tall, maybe 12. Maybe you have the penthouse suite that's the whole top floor. Sometimes it's half of the top floor. Sometimes it's Floor number six, and you're overlooking a river, and you have a parking spot in the garage. So there really is all types of them. And in fairness, we, of course, have to charge kind of all types of price, uh, prices for them. Because a 800-square-foot, two-bedroom, one-bath apartment that you own with no parking is certainly less work than is a 1873 building with a two-bedroom, two-bath, which is a... Uh, inside that building is a apartment that you own, but it's certainly important to look at the outside foundation. It's certainly important to look at the outside siding. It's certainly important to look at the roof. All those things could affect yours. And we never, ever, 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 ever assume that the HOA knows everything that is going on with a particular building. So as a company, even with, an, even with a condo building, a high-rise we do take a cursory look at the outside and, and look for different things to note in the report things that could be and should be brought up to the HOA. So condos are very also tricky to get access to. Not horribly difficult, but sometimes you do have to sign in. Sometimes you have to park in a particular place. Sometimes there is absolutely no parking. And then other times when you do find the lockbox, there is a lockbox tree with about 20 other lockboxes on it. And it's very difficult to pick, figure out which one is yours. And then there's a key inside that gets to the outside 
front door. Then there may be a key inside the building, and then there might even be a third key to unlock the unit itself. Then there is the accessing the air conditioner. Very tricky. Sometimes there are roof hatches. Sometimes there are ladders attached to the side of an indoor stairwell that takes us to the roof, and we take our life in our hands to push up the roof hatch to get onto the roof just to have those fantastic city view pictures that nobody else can get except property inspectors who inspect historical tall high-rises downtown. I don't know anybody like that, do you? Anyway, all condos are different. So, I'm going to be talking about one particular one that I inspected the other day. This was a newer unit, which basically... How old was this place? Let me see. This place was actually five years old. Pretty, pretty new. Pretty new. There was no gas at this place. It was all electric, so we had to make sure that we confirm. You never want to take for granted. You always confirm that the air conditioner furnace is a, is a heat pump unit system so that in the summertime when I'm recording this, we can test the air conditioning mode, but we certainly can't test the heat mode. But we can test the emergency heat mode, which is to say the electric heat mode, which basically turns your furnace into a glorified toaster oven with a hairdryer that blows across it. That's essentially what, what it amounts to when you are in the emergency heat mode. When do you use the emergency heat mode at a condo? Well, when it's maybe 20 degrees outside or less and the, 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 the um, heat pump starts having trouble with those very low digits trying to get some, some, uh, steal some heat out of the air, that becomes a very difficult equation for all the mechanical engineers out there. And, <clears throat> and that's something where you want to just test out the emergency heat. What are some other noteworthy things about condos like this? This was a one garage space condo where it was a two-bedroom, two-bath, upstairs, downstairs, so we did inspect an attic. Some of these are going to have attics, some are not. If you're at a condo building, and let's say you have a 12-story condo, and you're on a sixth floor, and you're inspecting one of the units, you're not going to have an attic. So you're probably not going to have a garage, but you may go down to the garage to at least take some pictures of the numbered garage spaces or space for the person and their storage locker. These are things you expect your inspector to do. Um, don't skip those things. You want to you wanna know where the, uh, where the uh, laundry facility is. Um, we certainly aren't going to inspect a, a condo building's uh, pool or their sprinkler system, fire suppression system, or their security system. And we definitely are not going to inspect the elevator, but we are definitely going to look at the elevator tag. Sometimes it says inspection, uh, license, uh, etc. on file in the office, in the rental office. Okay, well, that's fine. We'll take a picture of that, put it, in the, put it in there to make sure you, the HOA is keeping up with the smoke detectors, the, the carbon monoxide detectors, the fire suppression system, etc. Um, I'm kind of changing subjects because I was focused on a five-year-old uh, two-bedroom, two-bath, one garage space, and I've gone into the 
condo building. Well, I can't help it. I've said it before that my mind is somewhat like a pinball machine sometimes, especially after I've had a cup of coffee. So I'll be all over the place. HOAs. Let's say something about that. Read your covenants. Read your HOA agreements. Read all of that stuff. Sometimes you may not be able to have pets and you thought you did. Uh, sometimes your cable, water, heat is all included in your condo fee. Uh, at time of recording this, my mother-in-law lives in a condo building. Hers is eight stories tall and her condo fee is exorbitant. I know she's not going to listen to this, so it's all good. But, I mean, it's just crazy how expensive that is. There's so many things they're doing at that condo building. Right now, they're putting in a new elevator. Before that, they're putting in a new parking lot, repaving. There's always something going on. They're fixing the balconies. Just, just kind of know what you're getting into. I mean, if you can afford, you know, that much money a month, it's almost like a mortgage payment a month for, for you to live in the condo building course they do have security they have a person on staff for security or people they work different shifts and then they they do move your car around in the parking lot underneath um, so these are things you got to take in consideration of what type of condo do you want if you want to take care of it yourself then you want one of these you pay for yourself there's probably a two two hundred dollar a month condo fee something like that and that they're putting that money away for siding, for the new roof. But if, if you're only five years old at this complex that I inspected, your money's going in the bank. It's saving up for these things. You're paying the lawn service because you're not going to have to mow your lawn. Sometimes there's sprinkler services. My mom lives in a planned uh, development on a little nine-hole golf course. And they do have a, <clears throat> a homeowner's fee. And that pays for the mowing, but it also upkeeps the sprinkler system. So sometimes these guys, you know, they do hit the sprinkler head sometimes and there's repairs that are needed. So these are things you got to take in consideration. When my wife and I first got married, our first house was one of these townhouses. It was like a upstairs, downstairs, I think it was, it was two and a half baths. There's always a half bathroom underneath the stairs going upstairs. That's where they cram in that half bathroom. And then you have two bedroom with two bath upstairs. One of them's the master, the other's the, the, the guest room. And I just and it was on a slab. There was no parking, no garage. So it was a two bedroom, two bath slab. Um, I don't know, maybe it was twelve hundred square feet, I suppose, something like that. And and there was a condo fee. Condo fee paid for the yard, the the maintenance. I never mowed, uh, somebody else did. And that's all good. And if when you first get married, you don't want to deal with a yard, then then maybe a, a, a townhouse or condo apartment style that you own is, is the way to go. Um, you, you go to work, you come home, you're, you don't want to be bothered with a yard yet. Um, so that, that's something to think about. There's all different types of condos. Again, some of them are historical buildings. Some of them are new buildings. Um, some of them do have garages. Some don't. Uh, some of the things that are that are common among condominiums are the shutoffs. You will probably have on one end of the row of buildings, condos, or the other, there might be the electric shutoffs. Sometimes these have locks on them, sometimes they don't. You definitely want a lock on that because you don't want somebody out of some vandalism going over and turning your power off. Um, 
But they are all in the same place because if there is a, a big item where somebody has to work on something electric inside, sometimes they need to shut the whole building off, row of condos off, or turn the water off to the whole group. Now, let me say something about the water disconnect for some condos. Sometimes your water main shutoff is in somebody else's unit. And it might be underneath a stairwell, stuck in a little closet somewhere. And there might be like seven different shutoffs there, and you've got to go inside your unit to get to them. That's kind of a bummer, but sometimes that does happen. I've been in some condo buildings where there might be four condos in that building, and only one of them has a basement access, and which is kind of a bummer because then all the everybody's water heater is in your basement. That's kind of goofy. So definitely more than meets the eye on condos. Um, some of the nice things about them, though, they're manageable. It's, it's a, it's a self-enclosed space. You don't have to worry about your siding because it's HOA stuff. You don't have to worry about your roof. Um, I would make, I'm going to have a plug here for going to the meetings. I definitely recommend going to your HOA meetings, knowing how they spend your money. They take your money every month. What are they doing with it? But I don't have time to go to these meetings. They're only like once a month. It's not that big a deal. And, and I will say, if you start asking a whole bunch of questions or giving a whole lot of input, they'll probably ask you to be on the board. So watch out. <laughs> watch out how actively you participate. Um, it has its pros and cons, for sure. Some of the things that are very common with, with, with condos are if you buy a house, we're concerned and always looking out for the grading, the gutters, the drainage. When you buy a condo, yes, the building itself, we are always looking out for your grading, your drainage, your gutters, the roof, how the water drains towards the house or away from the house. These are very important things no matter what you do because water is the number one destroyer of properties and we want to make sure we manage that all well. Now, um, some some condos have attic spaces, and one of the things that we have seen in some of the older attics are if you go up in your attic, and let's say you have a row of seven condos, side by side by side by side, etc., and we go in your attic, and if you look to your left and look to your right while we're up in that attic, you can actually cross over onto somebody else's ceiling and then come through their condo, or excuse me, their attic scuttle opening. Oh my goodness, you mean somebody could go into my attic, crawl across, and come into my unit and break into my place and steal my stuff? Yes, sometimes that does exist. It's not that common, but when it does, we always flag that. They're supposed to be in today's, um, we're not code inspectors, but I know this is a code. They're supposed to be fire stop tape and at least a drywall studded a separation wall in the attic <clears throat> to keep these units apart, maybe with some chicken wire or other stuff in there also. Um, so that is supposed to be there. And we have put that in more than one condo inspection finding part of the report. Um, this is also common in these strip malls for commercial properties where sometimes there is some issue with separation uh, between these 
and there is none of those dividers as well. So keep an eye out for these things. I guess bottom line, um, a condo might be right for you. Uh, that If that is the case, remember there are different types of condos. Think about your parking. What amenities do you want? Do you want a pool? Then look for one that does have a pool. Pools are going to come with higher HOLA fees because there is that liability for sure and maintenance. Um, do you want gas cooking? If you are a, a chef and you want to cook with gas, make sure you don't assume that your condo is going to have gas. It's not an assumed thing. In fact, I would say more condos are all electric than they are ones that have gas. Typically, the older units, uh, historical buildings that, that have been split up into uh, condos, um, they probably do have gas cooking, but they're probably not going to have a garage. So there are trade-offs with each type of condo that you buy that you look into. So take all these things into consideration. Get an inspector that understands the idiosyncrasies between different condos because they're not all the same. They're not priced the same. Don't expect to to have a condo that you say it's a condo. It's 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 3000 square feet and it's a condo when in fact it's actually a land dominium which the land is shared but it really is a house. So that really needs to be priced just like a 3,000-square-foot house versus a 760-square-foot uh, little apartment that you own that, in reality, uh, is, is not a whole lot of work for the inspector, um, but we maybe want to discover where the laundry is, where, where your storage locker is, where your parking place is underneath the building, and it is basically an apartment that you own. So there's everything in between as well. Well, I hope you've gotten a whole lot out of this, and this will help your condo purchase in that Mondo condo that you are trying to find that is just right for you. And until our next episode, we really thank you for listening. This has been Richard McKenzie and the Successful Home Ownership Show.